0: welcome everyone we've got a very special guest in today someone who's uh very hard to get time with these days he's you know all over the karen ma podcast he's all over you know everywhere so uh, welcome shane shirley thanks john
1: i don't know about special guest but i'll
0: just go with guest yeah all right (laughs) um so we brought you in to sort of talk um you know we had a little audio with me and jack talking about our yearlings um not so long ago for the owners now we're kind of moving on to the the three tried horses that we have that you've got a bit more to do with so but a bit more like background on you know where did your interest in racing come from
1: well i've always been interested i suppose since a young fellow and because my old man had shares in horses and had a few bets and stuff like that more recreationally so i have some memories of like when i first went to the races and stuff like that and um some other things like trying to sound like an 18 year old on the phone and dialing into the tab telephone betting and Using my dad's bet telephone betting account to bet, and mispronouncing race tracks. Um, yeah, so I've always been interested in racing one way or another. I grew up in a, or well, more adolescent age, uh, in Arnott in Central Victoria, and it was um, it was a strong uh, harness racing community. So they had a track and trials. They had trials there every Sunday and race regularly in the region. And my mate's um, dad had paces and. I sort of ended up in the gig like every now and then working working a few to t- with them and stuff like that so yeah so I've always been one way or another involved but only the last sort of s- probably seven years or so more seriously in the last five years full-time basically
0: yeah and I guess like a, a hobby to some extent of yours or a, a, a big interest for you is buying tried horses um where did that sort of come about and yeah
1: in um I think that's that sort of evolved with, um, when I moved to Toowoomba, um, which was coming up nine years, I think. Uh, I sort of, I didn't know anyone when I moved up here. Um, I moved up here in a completely different industry, separate industry. And um, so I thought I'll get involved in a couple of horses and um, sort of, you know, what good way to make people go from there. Um, so I'd go, the job that I had I sort of like, I always sort of blacked out um, nine o'clock on Tuesday mornings to go to the jump outs. So, I was sort of, um, you know, go and watch your horse jump out. And then you sort of, I you know, sort of realize that, uh, how, long, how long has this been going on for? There's 60, 70 horses trial here every week and no one sees them. Um, you know, I started backing a few horses off the jump outs. And, you know, because I was a recreational punter back then, I could sort of, you know, snipe the early prices at Sports Bet or Bet 365 or one of them. So, yeah. And then I just started to, to build an understanding of what sort of horse could win races in this region it's like it's not great quality to be honest so sort of found that you know anything that could tack on in sydney could win into Woomba basically so um started with you know looking for cheap maidens just to win a race and then sell to you know north queensland and it just grew from there basically so um i've been doing this for probably five or six years i suppose mainly for myself and then um As I had a little bit of success on the track. i had more people sort of contact me to sort of get involved or when you get in the next one, sort of thing. So, so the tried horse stuff was uh seemed a lot easier back then, like right now, but obviously with the increased prize money and things like that. Like horses you might have been paying ten thousand dollars for five years ago are thirty 000, forty thousand dollars now because of the prize money so fat. Yeah. So, yeah, there's been a couple of uh, there's been a couple of good ones amongst them. Um, I don't know. It was good management or good fortune, but found a horse that I liked, a three-year-old, and um, that had been not far off in metropolitan grade, and it failed a vet to go overseas. So um, the agent was looking to get, was still looking to move it. Done some research on it and found that the horse was um, eligible for and paid up for Magic Millions. So that horse uh, was Mister Marqu. I think we paid thirty thousand for him. Um, and then 10 days later, I knew he was eligible for Magic Millions, done some research and worked out that he was going to make the field in the three-year-old guineas. So yeah. uh, paid for the horse and got him here. And he ran in the Magic Millions three-year-old guineas. And then we decided to set him for the Magic Millions Country Cup right from that day. Uh, I think he got beat like four or five lengths in a three-year-old guinea. So we thought it'd be a great country cup source. And yeah, he ended up going on to win the Country Cup, um, Magic Millions Day, which was a massive thrill and... Um, you Won a couple of races in town as well, so yeah, he was he won about 330. He was a ripper, um, yeah, so you're always looking for something with those little, um, with little extras that the market might miss, I suppose, just like in betting, isn't it? You know, yeah, some little inches the horse,
0: exactly. Yeah, yeah, and you spent a bit of time working at um Aquis as well. Do you want to? I did, um,
1: yeah, I did. I spent I spent a bit of time um both like behind the scenes and then front and then like as a front forward facing role. Um the behind the scenes stuff was um doing some data work and some form sort of stuff and um then sort of into some um, syndication type work, um obviously being a big breeder and starred at the time they were. So they were sort of looking to sell down horses and stuff that they were purchasing and whatever else. Um the forward-facing role certainly um was a bit of suck it and see for both of us. I suppose we went in, I went into their role to say, look, I'm not sure whether this is for me, but we'll give it a crack. And think about after about maybe six months or something like that. It's like, yeah, not really my go, you know, um, it was a good learning experience though. I got to work with some great judges and some great people who, um, you know, have got a proven record when it comes to, you know, buying yearlings and stuff like that. Um, so I've done a bit of work with, um, Shane McGrath, who, you know, purchased, he was on a, you know, had some amazing sort of record of that season anyway, with like Farnon and, mm. and those types of horses all come in the same like 18 months per 12 months sort of period. Um, James Bester was another one that I'd done some paddock work with, like just to be able to get in a paddock and walk around weanlings and and foals and, and yearlings and look at that sort of thing and the progression and what they look for and all that sort of stuff was, although it was only a short period of time, it was certainly invaluable. Yeah, Um, but but not not something that um that I could see that I could sort of see myself doing like every day. It was uh they work hard, those blokes, there's no doubt about that. Like it's constant travel and looking at horses, it's uh um
0: full credit. I think I
1: just absolutely, I think I just decided that and realized that sitting at my desk betting on them is a lot easier than um...
0: (laughs) most of the time
1: most of the time yeah anyway um, no, a valuable experience and I've still got a lot of great contacts uh, from my time working there and, and still yeah. talk to all those guys so yeah so
0: and I guess yeah, we'll was... get to it a bit later like Wolf Point and Akatango both um yeah. Actors yeah horses so your relationship with them certainly helped with the the buying and you know knowing the quality of horse we are buying there in terms of like obviously Magic Millions online English Digital um less so for you guys Gavel House in New Zealand like how do you think that sort of changed the landscape of buying and Selling tr- tried horses, like we call oh, the it's, digital it's stuff. Been, it's been terrible
1: um, <laughs> because now everyone can see, uh, and they're so good at promoting their sales. English has done a great yeah. job. Um, they've done a fantastic job, yeah, you know, entering that digital space. Um, they promote it, they market it well. Um, they get very, very strong books each sale. Um, yeah. So now there's, I just think that there's just more eyes on the tried horses. Um, yeah.
0: Easier to get it. involved.
1: Yeah, it is. Yeah. So it's terrible for me.
0: Yeah. Uh,
1: I like I liked it when not many were doing it. It's definitely changed the game. And as I said, it's given Detroit horses more exposure. But I think that's like, obviously, that's a good thing for the game overall. Yeah. And I think it's all relative to the prize money now. And all it's done is probably changed the way you have to sort of try and price these tried horses now. And there's a lot more work, a hell of a lot more work now, because there's a hell of a lot more horses to get through. So
0: I guess that sort of rolls into my next question, like with the pricing, obviously pricing yearlings can be pretty tricky um, when you're first sort of starting out. Does pricing tried horses much the same? Like, I guess you've got, um, you know, what sort of races you think it can get to and work backwards from there, I guess?
1: Yeah, that's it. I think the first thing you sort of look at is sort of how many races can this horse win? So if I'm buying, uh, say, an older horse for Queensland or a maiden, somewhere a maiden for, you know, around the Darling Downs area, sort of look at the races and say, right, I I want to buy a horse that can run like 1,600 to 2,000 because they're the weakest maiden grade and, and benchmark grade. So you want to try and buy a horse that's got some data to suggest it can win... So you can win two or three races, twenty to thirty thousand, and you can sell it for maybe seven. You know, if you're sort of buying that horse, you know, for fifteen to twenty thousand, bringing it up here and winning a couple of races and then selling it, well, you know, that those sort of those sort of horses you just buy every day. Yeah, job done for sure. Yeah. So it's more about it's more about like looking at the data, seeing if it runs to that level, how many could it win here, basically. Um, yeah. Yeah, so, and obviously younger horses is a little bit more difficult because you've got to try and price in some upside um, if you yeah. think it's there. So, um, and that's obviously what we've done or what I've done with Wolf Point and Akatango um, in particular. Um, some, you know, some two-year-olds, a couple of two-year-olds there and, and where they could get to.
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely. And I guess that brings us to our next part of what we want to talk about, which is those specific horses that we have bought yeah. and sold so far. So let's start with I Could Do Better down with... Uh, Medi Raymond in Warrnambool. He's actually just finished pre-training and uh, will arrive at Medi stable today. So where did you buy him from? So
1: I come from Walla, um, yeah. yeah. The Queensland stable. Um, now you're always a little There's a, you know, honestly, there's always a little bit of apprehension, of course, when you're buying from the best stables. Um, and you sort of, you've got to sort of weigh up of how much meat's on the bone, so to speak. Like, That's just the stark reality. You anticipate that these bigger stables, well, I price in that the bigger stables have have got to the bottom of, of their horses. You know, this horse has won five races and he's racing at a time in metropolitan grade in Queensland that... Was in my opinion was pretty strong, and i feel like I still feel like I'm justified with that. Looking at the data and the horses that it was racing against, and what they've been able to do, um, some huge, some huge figures, um, some really strong figures, particularly on rain affected ground. Um, yep. uh, you know, and it's run some horses that have gone on to be stakes winners and stakes placed horses. So you know, strong form around it. So obviously, being a wet tracker is like looks like his go. Now, before he came to Queensland, he did um, more than competitive in Melbourne and Sydney. You know, like I know it was only like seventy grade, but you know he sort of ran. He ran behind a horse called In Good Health, who you know went through his grades in Melbourne. I think it might have won a decent race, didn't it? Won a least in anyway. South
0: Australia. Won a good race. Yeah, yeah.
1: It won a good race. So as you go through his form, there's, there's always like a decent horse that he's that he's ran into. Yeah, In multiple metropolitan winners, and, and it's like he's going to be able to go back in class to the western districts and you know find those suitable ground down there and like as soon as i saw him that the first person i thought of was maddie raymond because Mm. she's got you know for a relatively young trainer um with not a lot of exposed form so to speak she's done a a brilliant job with um a number of these types of horses um now i suppose from a young trainer's point of view the last thing you want to want to get is old horses that you know, they're going to, you know, look to sort of recapture some of its best. And it's not, when I say, old horse. It's only a five year old or something. He's only a six year old. So he's not old. He hasn't been overly raced. He's, you know, he's had 28 starts as a six year old. So he's not, he's not over the top by any stretch. But, you know, Muddy's done a great job. Um, those two horses escaped me off the tariff. top of my head. Yeah. 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 Um, so we, Wentwood, went, particularly. Yeah. Wentwood won
0: nearly every um, country cup St. Ornard Cup, Werribee Cup, Taran Cup, Bendigo Cup. Yeah. Um, and placed in the Zipping Classic. So, um, yeah, yeah. yeah,
1: I've told Maddie, I've told Maddie that I'd love to be able to win the Sonana Cup. So that's my old hometown. So,
0: yeah, that'll be good.
1: Well, Cox Plate Day, we're heading to Sinana. Oh Look, yeah. he, I think he'd be—he's like perfectly suited. And he was a look. They're always a bet at, at that price, you know. Um, yeah. He doesn't. He has to win. I think he has to win like. One race and run a few placings, and you know he's, everyone's out of him and paid for himself, and, and um, there's plenty of racing left in him, and he can go to a heavy ten on warnable Cup Day next year.
0: Yep, he'll love that. Meddy, he, he's arriving as I said before at Maddie's Stable, so to get into full training, um, and it won't be long till he's back at poor, the races.
1: Poor Bassett will be hanging off the back of the boat, swimming in
0: Lady Bay in about minus four degrees. Look, I couldn't tell you where Lady <laughs> Bay is, but. Morning. I'll, I'll, I'll take. Oh, there you go. I'll take your word yeah, for yeah, it. Yeah, um, yeah. All right. If we move on to uh, Wolf Point, but closer to home yeah. for you, was uh, with Michael Costa, who is departing us for Dubai. So recently announced. Now with Annabelle Nation.
1: Oh, this was such an easy buy. This horse. Now, obviously, you know, I've still got a, a good relationship with Casey Foltin, who trained the horse. Um, I used to do a bit of work with Casey when she had a bit. Uh, larger numbers with some form and stuff like that um, and this sort of scale back a little, little bit um, just to focus on, you know, obviously she trains for Aqua, so to focus on these young ones coming through. And we know that you know, success that she had in Sydney this season, you know, she's got a good handle on these young horses and understands them. Um, so she gave me a good push for this one. Um, you know, obviously they're trying, they try and race, you know, cults that can win group races to go to start So this horse needed to be gelded, um, which sort of makes him outside of that scope of what they're yep. trying to do with the horses they race at Aquas. So look, his his debut trial was good. It was more educational, it was very quiet. Now, the the, the thing that uh about the trial is refuel won the heat. We seen him come out and he won at the Sunshine Coast, then he ran second in a Saturday race to Capitol Tower and got beat 2.9 to she's got the boom is Best or second best two-year-old in Queensland. So, yeah, the uh, good trial form behind Refuel, who goes good. Um, second horse in the, that come out of that trial was a horse by the name of Under the Covers, who has had just the two starts, who won on debut, uh, and then started favourite, um, and each switching got beat. But like, there's obviously some ability there, and like to know, to see that the, both of those horses in their trials have come out and won, um, thought it was an easy purchase. Uh, Bob's bonus this horse as well. So, um, you, know, you know, obviously I'd expect it to win his trial this week and win by 10. And then Annabelle said we should ship this horse to Sydney and <laughs> aim at a Saturday race. But uh, more importantly, uh, or more honestly, um, <laughs> Michael Costa has, uh, has got a good rap on this horse. And he said, like, this horse will be winning. in the the right race on debut, he's shown more than enough. So, look, I would be rapt if we could just pop over the border when it ever stops raining, uh, knock off a Bob's bonus race at Bar or any of those sort of Northern Rivers racetracks and you're going to pick up, like, 25 or something like that to the winner. Um, I think we paid... 35? 30, 34 or something, plus GST. So... You know, he, we hope that we sort of hope that he'd win winning on, on debut in, in the right two-year-old race, um, and then he's got you know his whole three-year-old season ahead of him, um, which would include a lot of racing over the border to pick up the bobs bonuses. So, yeah, uh, and and because he's with Annabelle now, like it doesn't mean that certainly doesn't certainly doesn't rule out the opportunity of of being on a truck to Sydney if he's if he can measure up. So.
0: Yeah, for sure.
1: Um he's in the right place there at the Gold Coast, been able to, as I said, to be able to pop over the border for the Bob's bonus money. So looking forward to him racing real soon. And hopefully uh by the time this goes to air, he's had a trial.
0: Yeah, well. Uh, to go. You're looking forward to his three-year-old season. I'm looking forward to him getting to a trial that's not abandoned. So um, <laughs> we've had some stiff, we've had some bad luck. Yeah. Have we? What? Um hopefully the um well trials on Thursday is where he's due to go. So hopefully they're yeah. on. One in a similar mold also from Aquis, also out of Spieth, um Akatango. Yeah. With uh Cody Morgan and Tamworth there.
1: Yeah. Now I'm i mean Wolf Point. I've got a share in Wolf Point. You do? I should have said that. I've got a much bigger share in Akatango. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, so so was the trainer, Cody Morgan has
0: has got a share in this horse as well. He so, does I'm sure you would I have taken a bigger course. you would have taken a bigger share in Wolf Point as well if uh, you'd heard the comments of Michael Costa and there was still some Well out.
1: well I don't know what what happened there because I'm sure I said to I'm sure I said to you that I'm not going to sell all the wolf point I want to keep most of it. Um <laughs> we probably just got overwhelmed with inquiry actually I think is what happened. Um, sold
0: out pretty quick yeah.
1: So anyway Akatango um now this horse has had one run he's got like loads of ability um casey's got a good rap on this horse as well um nothing sort of went right on debut um he was still a cult um, very coldy, um, played up a bit. Still ran like some good sec- some good closing sectionals from an impossible position. Um, and we've seen some good form come out of that race as well. Heroic Sun was the winner of that race, who uh, I think went on to win. No, it's not to win to run in the two-year-old Magic Millions. I think he finished, or uh, well, he finished back in the field, but he still had won. You know, he's won thousand and ran in the Magic Millions. Uh, the second horse in that race was uh, Honky Tonk Diva, who's ran well since, and Thelwell was another horse that's, um, I think ran third in that race. It was one and all placed uh, metropolitan Great since. So the strong form, and it was the first race, and he was nowhere near uh, the horse that he is now. He's, so he come back into work. I think he had a little little fresh and they didn't geld him after that run, and he come back into work. And then he tried to mount, a filly on the walker. So that's like enough of this. You're getting gelded. Uh, That was the final straw they said. So he was a handful. Um, Yeah. So they've had to geld him. Now he's come back. Uh, So I sort of mentioned all this to to Cody and then Sarah at Hinterland Thoroughbreds had him pre-training him for us um, and then when the floods hit and then um, they had him on the walker and stuff and she sort of said that he was a completely different horse and they all loved him. Um, They've shown a lot of ability but Obviously, being cold, it just wasn't working for him mentally. Um, clearly, trying to mount a filly and on the walker is probably a great – great. as good enough reason as any to get him gelded. Yeah. So, he's come back uh, a different horse. Um, I know that Cody is really happy with him. Uh, he was meant to trial yesterday and got balloted out. Yeah, Staggering how the trial systems works in New South Wales, they, they trial after the last and limited spots because it gets dark and it just – anyway um, –
0: He's off to uh, the trials at I think it's uh, Muswell Brook. Brook, yeah. Twenty second of May. So this yeah, and then we we'll And then we're looking to run. Then he'll go to the
1: races end of the month. Um, yep. So there's a couple of options there that I had to look for him. And you know, ideally for someone like him, uh, he'll win a maiden. Then you will win a, a class one really impressively, and then we'll get an offer for five hundred thousand to Hong Kong and selling would be plan A, Jono. Um Yeah, yeah it sounds good. Plan B would just be keep winning. But there's some great, there's some really good uh, prize money races coming up at the end of the month. Uh, New South, racing New South Wales have those showcase meetings. So a place where, I don't know if any listeners would have heard of Gunnedah in New South Wales. I've heard of it. You uh, guys should have. You
0: know, there's, you, you,
1: know, there's uh, you know, there's like a two-year-old handicap, you know, two-year-old race there at Gunadar which is, um, I wouldn't say low, but you know what I mean? Like it's bush racing, right? Yeah. And um, you know, fifteen grand to the winner for a t- f- uh, minimum prize money for for the race day, and you know, nine and a half thousand dollar bobs bonus that we're eligible for. Um, so yeah, he's going to have some great opportunities to win his purchase price packet too, uh, which is mm-hmm. exciting. And then straight into cotton wool and setting for the Magic Millions um, uh, race day every year because his Magic Millions paid up. So. Um, you know, there's a race for him either the week before, where they have the wave race day, and then obviously Magic Millions day if he's good enough to make a three-year-old guinea sort of race or something like that. So yeah, I mean he's uh, he's a nice big uh, a nice big horse too. That's um, you know he's still going to develop, I yeah. think uh, after his, after this prep. So uh, I would say he would be the most exciting of of the three tried horses that I've purchased, and um, like he's a little bit more expensive than the others, I think, but not much more.
0: Um, yeah. But certainly... You've certainly got the biggest on share side, in that yeah. one, so you might be um you might be biased towards that one.
1: Well, I'll put my money where my mouth is, John. Yeah. I, it's, uh, <laughs> I, I thought that both horses represented outstanding value you know, yep. um, for the Bob's prize money that they get to race for. You, and you, the, you wouldn't race a horse like that in Queensland when you can drive an hour over the border from Gold Coast and, and race for you know 25 instead of racing at home for 12.
0: Yeah, for sure. Um, and the owner's got a nice update from Cody last week, I think it was, with yeah, um, talking foolish. about Co- Cody Nesta um, riding it. Yeah. He's happy with it? Yeah, so Cody
1: Nesta's, uh, you might have known as a trainer, who's um, given training away and gone back race riding, um, and he, uh, Cody never told, uh, Cody Morgan didn't tell Cody Nesta what horse he was on, and he just rode it, and you come back to the barn and said, what's this thing? It's always a good Because uh, with it. Work with an older horse that was a last start winner. So it's a good sign. We're excited. So fingers crossed everything holds together.
0: For sure. Um, so that's our, that's our three tried horses that we have bought and um, syndicated out. They're all sold out. We've got one coming soon that all our owners would have um, got an email about Boss Queen, who will be trained um, by Kieran Ma and David Eustace. One on debut, uh, three-year-old filly. Um, and then met a really good field on its um, second race and sort of pulled up. It didn't pull up with any issues, but it was showing signs of needing a break. But the, the format of that race, it went around a $7 shot. And, um, you know, it was one, like the winner of that second race was Sudoku, who's been a group three place getter behind Generation for for that uh, for Ma Eustace. Um, yeah. Sabuma um, was in there who won the Darren Gauchi handicap on Saturday, just been uh, two Saturdays ago, rather. Exceed and Expect, uh, Deep Blast, um, who are are both winners uh, since that race as well. So, albeit finished down the track, um, started seven dollars and you know pulled up sort of one in a break. So good signs, albeit not finishing near the Uh, winner.
1: Yeah, for sure. I thought its um, I thought its debut win was pretty good because it was held up in behind them and never really got a crack until late and took a gap. And you know you you often see first starters. You know, not have that, uh, uh, without that race experience, a little bit hesitant to accelerate through gaps like it did. And, um, you know, I'm obviously keen on the data. And I know that once it did get out late, it did really smack the line and got home 2.3 lengths
0: below class, faster than class for that last furlong. So it was the second last 200 metres of the entire meeting.
1: Yeah, second fastest. Yeah. yeah. Second for the meeting. For me. Yeah. Great, great turn of foot. So like I wouldn't say no risk, but like, you know, for a horse that's, that's going to come back um, you know, with a, with a nice break and a full, you know, full prep under its belt, uh, it, it has to improve. Yeah, like it just will improve. And it's shown that it has the
0: ability there with that debut win. So should have decent um, residual as well. It's out of um a three time winner breaking news who was a who's a half sister to news alert who won yeah. um, nine races, multiple listed wins. a Group 3 win wasn't far off in the Doombin 10,000 or the Group 1 Galaxy, so nice page. Absolutely, yeah,
1: there's plenty, uh, plenty of, to like about it. And, you know, she's she'll be, she'll be very well graded when she comes back. You know, she'll, she'll be a four-year-old and, you know, she'll be a class one four-year-old with a low rating, basically. Yeah. And, and we'll be able to just race against her own sex and, and knock off a few races next prep for sure and pay for herself.
0: Yeah, exactly. And we'll be finalizing the pricing for for her soon and um, getting that PDS out so everyone can get involved. And what about a tip for our owners, Shane? It's been um, obviously a lot of rain around, so a little bit hard to predict um, what the track's gonna be like, but have you got something for our owners?
1: Yes, um, sort of anticipating that if if this goes out uh, today or tomorrow, um, we can find a winner at the Poly track at Sunny Coast. I don't mind this uh, race three, number one at Northern Express. I, um, I think you were on that
0: last... Yeah, that... he, he yeah.
1: was He was a good winner last start. Now, obviously, it was in lower grade, but he was a two-year-old against the older horses. He showed good speed, took a trial, and then when he got a split, he just careered away. He ran really good time on the day, um, you know, back against his own age here, Um he looks a horse that's, that's uh, a metropolitan standard horse, and I think he'll handle uh, the competition there on, on Wednesday. Uh, as far as Saturday is concerned, look, I, I think we see the best horse in the country, um, Zaki. Look, I know that the, the wind may not have been flattering uh, on the in the Holland Stakes handicap, on the Holland What's it called? Holland Day. stakes, Hollandale Stakes. Holland sauce. Holland um, Day <laughs> <sauce>. <laughs> Probably didn't look uh, overly flattering, but um, you know we, we've seen him on speed and fresh and um, wanting to charge, and then had Ayrton sort of wanting to do the same thing outside him, and I've him for a bit. So and on yeah. a heavy deck, so I think that run will certainly take the edge off him, and um, hopefully he gets on a, a bit better surface this week. Which um, is be a heavy ten now, so hopefully we get some drawing weather. Um, but yeah, he's he's a class above them, and he'll win again.
0: So it'll be well um, in uh, race three. Sunshine Coast Polly on Wednesday, race three, number one yep. Northern Express and Tazaki to win the Dooming Cup is that the is that the go? Yes, yeah. And yeah. the only
1: um, the only caveat uh, I'll put on that is w- when that wins, um, you have to buy a share in alls All right. with the with the funds. All right,
0: yeah, yeah. Sounds <laughs> good. There's a, there's a reason we call you the um, Polly Track Prince in the Melbourne Group Chat. So yeah, yeah amongst other be- things that you call me. Yeah. Wow. All right, perfect. Well, thanks for joining oh, us, good, Shane. Mate. Um, no, enjoyable
1: anytime. Um, hopefully, um, I can join you again in a week or two's time, like in the lead up or the aftermath of the race, um, either Wolf Point or Akatanga, wherever it gets there first. It's, they're both going to be very like, very close to each other to making their debut. So, yeah,
0: hopefully, we get Fingers go
1: crossed. Bang
0: fingers bang. crossed, we
1: look like absolute geniuses with two maiden <laughs> winners in a week. All right. Cheers, Shane. Thanks, mate. Talk soon.